Hey there, sis, and welcome to Tech Girls Cast, the podcast that is designed to empower aspiring female technologists to make their mark in the tech industry without getting lost in the process. My name is Jacqueline Corley, and I've been in the tech world for over 10 years, so I know what works and doesn't work when it comes to making your tech transition as smooth as possible. Join me every Wednesday as I give you my best tips and advice to make your transition into the tech world the best that it could possibly be. I'm so thankful that you are here and I cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's do this, sis. Come on in to this week's episode, sis. Man, I cannot wait to talk about what I have to talk about this week because this has been burning on my heart a lot lately. And I'm going to be really real and honest and straightforward in this episode because not only have I experienced a lot of what I'm going to be talking about in this episode, But I also know that there are many women who are looking to get into this industry that have also experienced this. And I want to talk about just how important it is to overcome this because so many women in this industry or women who are looking to get into this industry overlook this and they forfeit their purpose. And so I believe it's important to talk about this this week. So you've probably seen that the episode this week is titled Tech is More Than Coding. But if you want to learn to code, consider this. Now, this is actually the first of a series that I'm actually doing now on the podcast, which is the Tech is More Than Coding series, because One of the myths that I hear all the time is that you have to know how to code in order to be part of the technology industry. And that just couldn't be further from the truth. And what I want you to know is that over these next few episodes, as I introduce you to other parts of the industry that you may be interested in, you're going to find that these powerful women in tech are not all coders, they're not all developers, they're not all engineers, they're not all people who sit at a computer and utilize a programming language every day like some do. And I want you to know that that's okay. But today in this episode, I'm calling out my coders, my programmers, my developers, anybody who does coding on a regular basis. I'm calling you out today. And I'm also calling out those who are wanting to learn to code and actually have a desire to learn to code. And I really wanted to start this season off with you guys because of something that has been so near and dear to my heart. And that is, if you want to learn to code, you can. Anyone can learn to code if they really and truly have a heart and desire to do it. 
See, here's what I want you to know. Not only is it a myth that you have to be a coder in order to get into the tech industry, it's also a myth that when you face challenges, that must mean that you need to completely abandon the industry altogether or change your tech niche. And once again, that couldn't be further from the truth. Now I understand sis, why you may be feeling this way. If you're currently in tech and you are a coder developer or programmer right now for your job, or maybe you're a freelancer or something of that nature, you're probably just dealing with so many challenges that it's causing you to feel like you need to do something different. Or maybe you are aspiring to be a coder, programmer, developer, or maybe freelance developer of some sort. And you are seeing so many challenges in learning to code that you're thinking, okay, this couldn't possibly be for me, especially since I don't have supportive family or supportive friends who also don't even think that this is for me. And they feel like this is completely left field for me to actually start pursuing. Is that you? Well, if that's definitely you, I want you to tune in really intensely to the rest of this episode because I have four questions for you that I want you to consider as you are facing some of these challenges in coding. And the first question that I wanna ask you is, have you visited your vision lately? I'm gonna repeat that again. Have you visited your vision lately? If you've not yet listened to episode four, I highly recommend that you do that because in that episode, I talk about the importance of having a vision and how that's all you need in order to get your foot in the door into tech, so to speak, because when you have that foundation of a vision, that's going to keep you going when things are tough. And maybe in your vision, you saw yourself being a developer. You saw yourself working on development team. You saw yourself coding and maybe you're already in it, or maybe you're thinking about getting into it. And all you see around you right now are, are challenges. And I want you to understand that if that's all you see, then you're going to make a decision that is not going to be the best for your purpose. And what I mean by that is if all you see is the challenges and you don't revisit your vision enough to really keep in mind what you're really after, you are going to give up. You are going to want to change your tech niche and you may even change your career altogether. If, and only if, once again, you don't keep revisiting your vision. So what is that vision, sis, that you wrote down not too long ago? What's that vision that you sat down and you saw in yourself? Now, of course, it's one thing to go back to the vision and realize you need to make a pivot, but more than likely, that's not the case here. I really want you to go back and visit that. 
What did you see? What made you excited about coding and developing? What made you happy when you started thinking about being able to program and create software and create apps and create websites for people? What made you happy with that? What did you write down in that vision? What did you see? Because let me remind you, sis, if all you can see are the problems that's currently going on or the challenges you're currently experiencing, then you will never, ever pursue that purpose in this coding industry that you really are wanting to pursue. You got to keep that vision in front of you every single day. And all the more, or even more, probably multiple times a day, if you're really experiencing something tough. And I want you to really think about that because so many times we focus our complete attention on what is challenging us, that we don't focus on the vision that's meant to transform us into the people who can be bold enough and can be big enough and can be strong enough to handle whatever challenge comes our way. And that's with anything. So the first question I have for you is, have you revisited your vision lately? The second question I have for you is, do I want to switch from a coding career to something else? Or is it that I just am dealing with a tough time and I just want to temporarily take a break? Okay, that's something to really ask yourself because what I mean by that is, do I need to just kind of take a couple of days away from the challenge that I may be experiencing? And maybe it's just a lot on my brain right now. If you're working, do you need to take a couple of days off from PTO? If you are a tech entrepreneur or a tech business owner, do you need to give yourself just a couple of days to regroup and revamp some things? Do you hate being in this industry or is it that you don't like the season that you're in? Because here's what I want you to know. When you're trying to make a difference and make your mark in this industry, especially if you're wanting to be a coder, there are going to be seasons where you're going to feel uncomfortable. Growth is going to feel hard. The only time we actually really feel great on the road to success, on the road to our dreams, is when we actually achieve the result. Many people will tell you along the way when they reach their dreams in the coding industry that it was tough, but now they are living the dream that they truly wanted to live. And as a result, that's what helps them feel great. So don't be confused by right now it doesn't feel great and thinking all of a sudden that maybe I need to make a pivot and go to another industry or go to another part of the tech industry when really you just need to lean into the growth that's happening. And it's okay. Maybe take a break, take a rest temporarily, 
maybe a couple of hours, maybe a couple of days, maybe a couple weeks vacation is what's going to recharge you and empower you to move forward and go back and tackle that coding challenge. And I'm going to talk about a personal experience later with that. But what I want you to think about right now is that you are going to have different phases of your growth that are not going to feel 100% great. I want to mention five stages that I believe new coders, especially, or even people who are already in the coding industry experience. But especially if you are, are a beginner to this and you're really just wanting to learn how to code or you're just now getting into your entry level developer journey. And the first phase is uninformed optimism. Man, you're excited about your vision. You probably just got your new job. You're ready to really hone in on this and, and do what you really meant to do and really put your skills into practice. You're excited. That's phase one. Phase two is informed pessimism. Once you get into maybe about three to six months of your new coding career, you start to realize that it's a lot more involved than you thought initially. And now you're starting to experience a little bit of feeling pretty uncomfortable. That may be where you're starting to enter a lot of challenges. And what I want you to know is, especially in coding, it may be a lot sooner than you expect when you experience phase two, because it may be you get on your job and the first day is wonderful. And then after the first week, you're like, what did I get myself into? I want you to know these phases can happen as early or as later than we may realize, or maybe we want them to. So phase two, informed pessimism, you really start to think about, okay, maybe this is a little more than I thought, okay? Then you get to phase three, the valley of despair. This is when you are really in that season of maybe there's a project at work that has really got you down because you're really trying to, to get past it and you're really trying to, to make sure that you get this project to production in the right amount of time. Or maybe you're learning the code and you're about a good you know, 30 days into your hashtag 100 days of code and you're just like, all of a sudden in the valley of despair because now you're learning JavaScript and all of a sudden it's making you cry every night and you can't figure out why your arrow function is not working and why you can't get anything to work right and why you got syntax issues and all those things. And now you're like, maybe I made the wrong decision. Maybe I, you know, need to kind of backtrack and, and, and go the other way. But I want you to keep in mind that phase three is when most coders quit. And the reason why this is the phase that most coders quit or most people who aspire to be developers and coders and programmers quit because this is the hardest of all of the five. 
this is the phase that is confused with maybe I don't need to be in this versus this being the most intense level of growth that they may have ever experienced. So I want to give you just kind of a personal example from my own life where I felt the valley of despair. I truly did. I felt like I was not going to ever overcome whatever it was in this industry and, and really be what it was I needed to be. So back when I was in graduate school, if you hadn't listened to episode three, I talk about my whole academic probation experience. But back when I was in graduate school, I just felt like at one point there was one project that I couldn't get right. And it was a pretty important project. It was a pretty important software project. And I remember I stayed up all night, okay? I stayed up all night trying to figure out what was going on with this project. Um, five straight hours to be exact, trying to figure out what was going on with this error because it was due the next day. And I also was a little frustrated because I had work the next day and that's when I worked in the tech industry at my um, state government job. And so I was working that and I was going to school, but I was staying up late this night trying to figure out what was going on with this important, huge software project. And that was the point where I thought to myself, I don't think I'm supposed to be here because think about it. I'm already dealing with academic probation during this semester. I'm already in a couple of the hardest classes I've ever been in. I'm already dealing with not being able to understand some of my instructors because many of them were not from America. And it was hard to understand them even after I had gotten their permission to record them and listen to it later. I mean, it was, it felt like it was just a disaster, right? And I remember I just, decided, okay, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to take a little break because I noticed that I hadn't taken a break in the five hours that I was trying to figure out this error. And I took about a 10, 15 minute break. And after that break, I come back and I immediately realize what was wrong with my software project. And if you have ever programmed in C sharp, or any other language that requires you to utilize brackets when you are trying to section off your different areas of code properly, I realized that I was just missing one closing bracket. And that was what was throwing off my entire software project. Now that example may sound so simple to you and you may be thinking, okay, Jackie, that was a nice little example. That was a, you know, great example from school, but I am dealing with a worse challenge in the tech industry. And it's something that is a lot bigger than just, I can't code this problem. You know, maybe I am dealing with so many people telling me that I don't need to be in this. And the reason why I'm having a hard time is because I'm not smart enough. And, and all of that, you know, what do I do now? What do I do in that case? 
Well, just like I did with my software project, I want you to consider this. Take a step back. It's important to take a step back in phase three and really start to look at the bigger picture because if not, you will mistake a challenge with a change. <laughs> I'll say that again. If you don't step back and you don't actually take the time to look at the bigger picture, you will mistake a challenge for a needed change. So be careful. Once I took a step back with my project, I realized that all I needed was to add in that closing bracket and that would fix my entire software program. Now I might add that I had forgotten to comment all the end of my brackets so that I knew where every set of code started and stopped. And I had learned how to do that and decided I wasn't gonna do that in this project and that ended up biting me, right? So I kind of caused my own despair, so to speak. <laughs> but I'm not trying to make light of a serious situation for you. But what I do want you to know is when you don't take that time to step back, you realize and you think about all these other things that have nothing to do with the truth. But when you take a step back, you're able to really see what's going on. And I want to encourage you, sis, if you're learning to code, if you're in the coding industry and you're really dealing with a challenge, take a step back and see what's really going on. Does this mean I'm really supposed to let this go? Does this mean I'm really supposed to stop? Or does it mean that I'm just supposed to look at the bigger picture and keep going on? See, that valley of despair is when you're really probably going to need to look at your vision multiple times a day, 10 times a day if need be, because sometimes that valley of despair can get hard, which is the reason why I stayed on this phase for so long. It really can get hard. And I don't want to make light of the fact that some of you who are trying to learn to code or you're in the coding industry right now are experiencing some tough stuff. And again, I don't want to make light of that because it can get hard. But what I want you to know is if you don't take time to step back, you'll lose what's really in front of you and what's really occurring. We're now in phase four, which is informed optimism. And what I want you to know is with that project, I got into informed optimism when I actually decided that I was gonna take a step back, take a break, look at everything as a whole. And once I did that, I was able to immediately see the problem and get it to work. And it's the same thing with you, sis. You may really be dealing with a lot right now as you are trying to code or learn to code. And once you have now taken a step back, you're now able to see, wow, that's why I was able to go through that. Wow, that's why I was dealing with that. Now, that's why I had to experience that because it allowed me to grow into the vision that I was originally born with and that I originally saw in the first place. 
See, I want to remind you of another myth that we tend to believe, which is we're supposed to go on this straight path in order to succeed in our goals and our vision. And that couldn't be further from the truth either. It's never going to be a straight line to achieving your goals. It's always going to be this squiggly line. And sometimes it's going to look like a huge curvy hill sometimes on that line. And sometimes it's going to look like zigzags, but it will never look straight. And that is because we have to go through growth periods. And once you decide that you're not going to give up in phase three at the Valley of Despair, but instead you're going to switch your mindset and switch how you think about what you're experiencing right now, that's when you can get into informed optimism and you can grow as a developer. You can grow as a coder. You can grow as a programmer. And then that's when you start to gain that confidence, which moves you into the final phase, which is success and fulfillment. That's when you land that dream job that you have been thinking about via your vision. That's when you get that coder developer job at Microsoft. That's when you get your uh, most amazing and dream app developer job at this tiny company that you were envisioning it working for. That's when you decide now you're the CEO of a company that empowers other developers and other coders to perform the mission that your company was created for. That's when you start to see that. But that phase three valley of despair is going to determine whether or not you're going to see that vision through. And so I want to leave you before I leave this second question. I want to leave you with four questions that you can ask yourself in between the valley of despair and informed optimism to help you get to that point. And this is actually something that comes from one of my favorite personal development gurus, his name is Robin Sharma. And this is called um, the adversity protocol, which I believe that's what he refers to. And there's four specific questions. And the first one is a question of perspective. It's the question of, am I still alive? Am I still breathing? Am I still moving forward? Has anybody died here? Is everything still okay? And usually we can answer that question. So that question is basically meant to give you a different perspective or a different idea of, okay, this is difficult, but am I completely destroyed? And of course you can usually answer no. Okay. You then go on to the second question of, WTOH is the acronym. What's the opportunity here? If it's difficult while you're learning to code or you're in your coding job or your current entrepreneurial venture in tech, what's the opportunity here? What do you have the opportunity to birth or create? What is this situation birthing in you or growing in you? And how is this going to allow you to maybe help others or how is this going to impact others as a result? 
That's WTOH, what's the opportunity here? The third question in this is, now what's good about having to go through this? So really start to think about what's positive. And then lastly, number four, how can I make it fun while going through this? Maybe if it's a really hard language that you're trying to master because you really wanna get this job that requires you to know it, maybe you can make it fun by listening to your favorite playlist as you're trying to learn to code or if you need to listen to instrumental music to help you think, maybe you can do that. I personally like to listen to jazz when I'm really trying to uh, focus and be um, intensively uh, wired on what it is that I'm trying to do. Maybe the way that you can make it fun if it's something that you're dealing with at your job is maybe you decide, well, hey, every 25 minutes I am going to get up and walk and then maybe during my lunchtime I am going to buy my favorite drink and maybe it's giving yourself different things that you can look forward to once you keep moving toward getting this coding challenge done or overcoming this challenge that you're having in coding, especially if you're learning to code. So those are the four questions to ask yourself between phase three and phase four of Valley of Despair and Informed Optimism, which are, what's the perspective? What's the opportunity here? What's good about this situation? And how can I make enduring this situation fun? Now, before I go on to the third question to ask yourself, when you're dealing with a challenge in coding or learning to code, let's review really quickly the two questions I've already asked you. So the first question is, have you revisited your vision lately? The second question is, do I really not want to code or am I just dealing with a challenge that I need to overcome and I need to take a break and take a step back and look at the season I'm in? And then the five phases to think about in growth with that second question are uninformed optimism, informed pessimism, valley of despair, informed optimism, and success and fulfillment. Now, as we've recapped all of those things, here's the third question that I want to ask you. And that question is, am I willing to make adjustments? And what I mean by this in pertaining to coding, especially for my people who are learning to code is, am I focusing on the language right now that I should be focusing on? Because one of the top reasons why people want to stop learning to code or get out of the coding industry altogether is because they're partaking in the wrong language for their goals. I did a video on my Instagram TV uh, recently, I believe it was a couple of weeks ago, and I talked about the topic of how to code according to your goals. And one of the things that I mentioned was, if you are trying to focus, for example, let's say on being a web developer, learning HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, and maybe some additional JavaScript frameworks or libraries, 
then it may not be the best idea to learn Visual Basic or C Sharp right now for the purpose of creating Windows Forms applications. Because your goal is not to create a Windows Forms application, your goal is to focus on becoming a web developer. And so many times what I see when people are learning to code or getting involved in coding is that they start learning these languages just because someone else told them that they should be doing it or because they feel like they have to know all of these languages at once in order to be a good developer and be a good coder. And that's a myth as well. So really take some time once again, Make sure you revisit that vision and see what kind of programmer or coder was I really envisioning myself to be? And am I learning the languages that actually pertain to that vision and setting goals based on that? Because if not, that is definitely a recipe for disaster and it's gonna make you feel like you want to hop out of this industry of coding when you really shouldn't be. So, that is the third question. And the final question that I wanna ask you is, am I generally just tired in life? I kinda mentioned this in the second question where I was talking about, do you want to stop coding or not learn to code or is it just a really tough season for you? But it may be a really tough season for you not because of coding in general, but it's just that the challenge that you are experiencing is a lot on top of everything you're going through right now. Maybe you feel like your marriage is falling apart. Maybe you are feeling like you're a college student and you're broke and you have no money and there's no way that you can finish paying for your degree and you feel like you can't go after any other opportunities to learn to code. Maybe it was just really tough. Maybe you're taking care of a sick family member and that has just been taking a lot out of you maybe you are dealing with so so much that has nothing to do with coding and it's just taking a toll on you and sis i want you to know i understand because i honestly was recently there in the last four months of launching Tech Girls Code, which is a company where I teach aspiring female developers and coders and programmers how to code and land their first job without prior coding or tech experience. I was dealing with so much <laughs> in just trying to build this business from scratch and I just want to be honest with you during that time I was taking care of someone who was not the best health wise. I was dealing with my own issues just shortly before I started tech girls code. I actually had just gotten over miscarriage. Um, I also was just dealing with a lot of news from just different family members that was overwhelming. It just seemed like back to back to back to back to back to back to back, everything was going on. And it made me feel like, whoa, did I make the right choice in what I was doing? And just like learning to code is a lot, so is teaching people to code as well. 
And sometimes it can take a lot out of you. As you guys know, I'm an instructor at a college. So not only am I having all these things going on, I'm trying to keep up with my classes. I'm trying to, you know, make sure I've got all the different languages correctly. And when you're an instructor, especially if you're an instructor at a college and you're listening to this, you've got about four or five different classes that you're dealing with. And right now, currently, four of the classes that I have are all four different programming languages. So I'm having to keep track of what I'm teaching four different classes in those languages on top of the fifth class that is more so a computer business related class. But then also I'm having to stay on top of what I'm teaching in my academy with these women in Tech Girls Code as well. And I just felt tired at one point. I felt like I was going to break down, but I knew that I had to keep the vision moving forward because I knew that there are women like you who are aspiring to be in this field and you're feeling like there's no one to come along and show you the truth about what you need to do in this industry. And you are probably one of those who is wanting the code and feeling lost because you keep hearing all the negativity that keeps telling you that you are not strong enough and you're not smart enough and this isn't for you. And then as you start to learn to code or maybe you're in the industry, you start hearing those things over and over and you, it just feels like it's reinforcing what you already feel and your insecurities about yourself. But I want you to know, sis, just like those opportunities and just like those situations, and I call them opportunities because that's what they are. Just like in those situations where I had all that going on in the last four months of launching Tech Girls Code, it's the same with you. Just like in those situations where I was empowered still to move forward the vision that I had in my mind, it's the same with you. You may be tired, but you've got to find that fight within you to keep pushing forward when life keeps pressing in on you and makes you feel like it's not enough. But that's going to be the moment that causes you to shine. And that's what's going to make you different from all the others that decide to quit learning to code. And that's what's going to make you stand out. And that is what is going to get you toward that vision that you see. So I say all of that to say, sis, while you're taking time to Make sure that you are taking care of yourself because that can happen a lot. That could be one reason why you're tired. Once you have put into place the self-care needs that you need in that case, keep moving the vision forward. You may have to make some adjustments. You may have to switch up the schedule where you're trying to learn to code. Maybe that hour you're taking to learn to code has got to switch from the morning to the evening. You may have to talk to your boss and say, hey, I need two days of PTO because right now my life is chaotic and I just need some time to rest. And 
maybe you haven't taken that vacation that you need because as I know with programmers, sometimes we tend to not take our two weeks of vacation the way that we should. And I want to encourage you to do that. That may be one of the reasons why you're tired. But again, once you put those self-care mechanisms into place, it's now time to keep moving the vision forward because you can learn how to code. And if you're already in this coding industry, you can continue to work on whatever projects that you're working on that is empowering the world and is making a huge difference in the world. And you can overcome what challenge you're experiencing at work. You can overcome what challenge you're experiencing as a tech business owner or entrepreneur. You can overcome what challenges you're experiencing as a freelancer. You can overcome what challenges you're experiencing if you're just a beginner and learning to code. I spent this entire episode just to tell you, you can do this. Don't use tech is more than coding as a cop-out to get out of what you know is meant for you. Because if you really have a desire to code, you can. And if you are that person that you really want to code, but you're allowing yourself to try to look at other tech niches or other Uh, industries to maybe think about maybe this one is not so hard or maybe this one is easy enough that I can get into stop revisit your vision make sure it's not just the season that you're in that is causing you to feel this way take some time to make some adjustments see if you need to switch programming languages make sure you take time for yourself And in doing so, keep moving the vision forward. You're not lost, sis. You're not in the wrong space in the tech industry. You don't need to switch industries altogether. You don't need to do something easier. You just need to lean in to the challenge because that vision of who you saw yourself to be in the coding space is well worth pursuing. Till next week, sis, have a good one. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tech Girls Cast. If you'd like to leave your personal story about how this podcast is impacting your life, please feel free to email me at podcast at techgirlscode.com or leave me a podcast review. I love hearing your stories and I can't wait to share them with those who may need to hear them as well. I look forward to all the future episodes and what I will be sharing with you. But until next week, sis, I'll talk to you then.